Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. Y'all know how it goes. We're hoping that you're tuning in just centered, grounded, enjoying all things August has to bring to us. Just let that soak in. Take a nice deep breath. Mm. And say, think about a couple things you're grateful for, okay? Ooh, I love that. We love that. We love a little moment. We need more of those moments, let's be honest. But Liv, how are you doing before we jump into the episode? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fresh. You know, I don't know where the planets are right now, but... (laughs) I have been really trying to focus on bringing back the movement journey, been focused on trying to budget. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a certain time Y'all, of the year. Y'all, you are her accountability partner. So please ask for her life. how it's going. Okay. Both Slide into life. the DMs and be like, yo, 
let's let's what's the budget hitting looking mm, like don't do that to me y'all y'all don't <laughs> why would y'all try to make me cry like don't do that i've been i don't know i don't know if it's just a certain time of the year that i'm like okay like time to really just focus and like i don't know like tune in yeah. like tunnel vision type vibes maybe it's because i don't have any other trips planned for the rest of the year and i'm like okay like since i'm gonna be here then what do you mean that we're doing something tropical for your birthday she's so wrong okay (laughs) confession time i downloaded the dating i don't okay i downloaded hinge only because i was like let me just do it (laughs) for the plot this time (laughs) every single time i'm like all right let's just do it for the plot and I was talking to this guy and he was like, are you doing anything for your birthday? Cause he like had said he was a cancer. I was like, Oh, do you do anything for your birthday this year? He was like, Oh, are you doing anything for your birthday? And I was like, Oh, like maybe I'm going to do something tropical. And I was just like letting Lexi see the profile because honestly, like it was, I was, yeah, it, it was, was just a kiki. kiki. And she was like, so that's the inside joke of yeah. why she's like, Oh, I thought we were doing something tropical this I year. Yeah. You never um, told me where are we going? I would love to do something cute and sexy and giving Kobe year, but I don't know. I don't know. It's a thought. Oh, it is going to be your Kobe year. It's yeah. It was my, um, what is it? My golden. Jo- yeah. Yeah. Jordan year. Jordan this year, year. And then Kobe year this next year wow yeah so i'm after excited after 25 there's no more fun one i know <laughs> like, um, i really got it and that's see that's the thing like the thing about your metabolism slowing down once you hit 25 oh, not, to, that a thing? not to like oh and tell me more about what happens <laughs> when you're 25 i'm like i gotta get this body together before it's really you know when you turn 25 me. you stop saying shit like that i'll tell yeah, you yeah because you want to block out the noise i'm sure well, no, you just realize that you're a baby. I still think I'm going to be a baby. I just think that a baby ooh, with a better. Mentality. The thing about it, the difference between us, the reason why you don't have to worry about those things is because you are you live such a healthy wellness lifestyle, baby girl. Because it's you, the best time to plant a tree was 30 years yes, ago. Yes, and I love that for you. <laughs> Listen, I absolutely love that for you. I love your kale quinoa. <laughs> you know salads and everything me on the other hand we really gonna have to start planting the tree yesterday you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm like i gotta really change my habits before because each year is just gonna be harder and harder i definitely feel that vibe but just because i always want to start this is like around the time i usually run a marathon or half girl bye girl bye because it's it's been so hot that's like, I love being outside, but it gets so hot that you just can't do anything. So as it starts to cool, like as you can start to be like, okay, it's not like a hundred degrees outside. It's like the morning's a smooth, you know, low eighties or something like that. I'm like, okay, I want to start doing something outside. I'm like, okay, might as well just like train for something. I'm not doing that this year. I'm not, I did that last year. So. It's giving, you're the family that I'm afraid to marry into that wants to no. run half marathons on Thanksgiving no, we don't morning. Do, we don't do it on Thanksgiving morning. We only did that. Once. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have mm, boundaries. Just once. On. <laughs> wow. So grateful. Anyways, oh. that's enough about me. What are you, what's your pulse check? How are you feeling? Yeah, I think good. I just came back from one of my dear friends wedding, um, mm. which is just like, ah, tear, tear eyes, tear eyes. So wholesome. So sweet. So good to just like be around people and like 
I I'm a sucker for my friends like really momentous occasions in their life like I think that that is the biggest privilege in life one of the few that like just to see somebody else's like peak core memory like to know I'm in people's core memories that that is a level Mm. of euphoria um so really excited but my year feels booked already like with work trips um and like family trips to like the holidays, like it's wild, but I'm feeling really good about it. So yeah. Look at you booked and busy. This happens though. That's giving grown and sexy always from you. <laughs> That's really what it's giving. Yeah, I say being booked and busy. And some part of this that I'm like trying to work on is it's a lot of trips for other people. I like really yeah. have to prioritize having things that like I want to do and I've planned for myself. But I just get so tired after everybody else's adventures that I'm yeah. like, my adventure is my date with my bed. Um, and you also don't even like doing things like super big like that for your birthday even. So yeah, like, like you're not, never going to be the person that's mm-hmm. like planned a trip for everybody yeah. to show up. And just because like there's no, if, if, I think people forget it's not even office. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to make my birthday a big deal. There's like no place to travel in the month of February. Like there's nobody always has good, a place. No, to nobody travel. has good weather. No beaches are good weather. It's like actually winter time. Every place that is isn't beach sounds is, like a whole bunch of excuses. Okay, to me. if somebody wants I'm to drop the challenge, if somebody wants to drop suggestions of the best place that has the best weather in the time of February, that is not more than a six-hour flight. Please open to all suggestions. Yeah, exactly. Stump. <sighs> there we go. There we go. I'm so over it. But <laughs> as the hot girl summer kind of comes to a close, and we all know what comes after hot girl summer, which is the cuffing. looming cuffing season, which we're not even playing into those tropes, right, girlies? Like, we're beyond that. But we still need right. to talk. <laughs> we're definitely not looking for a man right now. No. <laughs> No, keep going. Keep going. But I think we still need to do a little bit of unpacking because we've seen some some very interesting, like maybe potentially micro trends going on, especially for black women. Mm. And we kind of want to chat about that. Liv, I, I'm not the only one who has seen this of like black women taking on their celibacy journey. Yeah. Every black girl in Atlanta right now is celibate. What is it? And that's a fact. And we're talking about it. Listen, I think. Y'all, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? (laughs) Where do I even begin? I think it really stems from this idea that so many crusty men, for a lot of women, we've allowed crusty men into our, you know, circle, into our homes and given them our sexual energy. And it just like has turned out tremendously like awful. Yeah. And so now we're like, it's a being a little year. bit more yeah reclaiming our sexual energy because i've been quote unquote celibate and we can kind of get into the difference between celibacy and abstinent because i know y'all probably have some thoughts and lexi has some thoughts on that too but i haven't really been with anybody sexually um since january yeah. of this year so it's been you know around six seven months and Within that tell time. Tell us you're counting without tell us you're counting. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, it's been 40. And I'm not someone that in the past has been super, like ha- has had a super high sex drive. Like yeah. I'm not someone. So it's it hasn't been as hard as it might be for other people. But I've been intentional. The reason why I call it a celibacy journey is because I've been intentional 
about not having sex with other people. And I don't think that I am going to be willing to have sex with another person or even give off like sexual energy until I'm like in a committed relationship. Yeah. That doesn't, for me, that doesn't look like marriage, but like the next person that I'm with, I want us to be intentional about the trajectory of where, you know, they see the relationship going. It's not on some casual hookup vibes. And so that's why I call my journey celibate rather than being abstinent. Cause I think also being abstinent is more of a concept that I think comes with this idea of, Oh, when I get into a relationship or, Oh, like when I just find someone that I really mess with, then like I'm no longer abstinent where celibacy I feel like it's more tied to this idea of marriage, like very like long-term committed partnership. But I would love for you to break it down for the girls. (laughs) Well, no, I think, I think just even talking about why we even see it as a trend too, I think we have to preface like one, this is going to be more of a conversation about us getting in the nitty gritty of how celibacy or maybe abstaining from sex, like has impacted our lives and maybe the values and also the questions to ask yourself and that this is not shaming anybody who's not on that wave, but just really being curious about why, why have we gotten to a point that we've kind of had this and we've seen it, this kind of rush of the date as many people as you can, like just trying to unpack all the nuances. But I want to be clear that it's not shaming anybody on whatever lifestyle they choose. And that at the core of it is really just being curious about What's the values and how do we, you know, whatever lifestyle we choose are being safe, are centering ourselves and really, in my opinion, know our why. Why Mm. are you doing this? Are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it for somebody else? Um, Because we could definitely, we all know we've had some hot girl episodes a little bit too, but we really want to get into the nitty gritty of this. Um, How I understand it, because I have always been very particularly and critiqued folks who have just like um, thrown around celibacy and abstinence synonymously. So they'll just say like, oh, like I'm celibate or I'm abstinent. And then I also know people who are truly living that life, (laughs) who have truly, you know, choosing to not have sex before they're married um, and have chosen celibacy for religious reasons. I'm now seeing a lot of friends who are choosing that, um, you know, maybe maybe even accidentally of like, I just haven't dated somebody seriously and I'm just kind of at this age and it was an accident. And now I just think that that's what my new goal, you know, my new desire is, is to not have sex with somebody until I'm married. Then I have friends who have definitely been very sexually active and Mm. are now choosing to go back and abstain from having sex for a period of time with a different set of parameters. And so for me, it's interesting because Celibacy includes abstinence, but abstinence doesn't include celibacy. Absolutely. Because you can abstain, which means like you're just not engaging with something for a period of time. Like I could abstain from drinking alcohol and just be sober for a little bit. Like you can abstain from different types of activities. Celibacy is truly in regards to like non-sexual activity and typically is in the guides of until you're married. Mm. And so, you know, that could be, or in a serious, you know, people have different, different definitions of that, but in its 
typically been associated with religion, but that has come. And I think a lot of people have a lot of trauma around, you know, the church and their, the, the language and culture around, uh, your sex life in the church that it's been this kind of hyper, um, you know, purity culture. Mm, and, and there's a lot of shame around there's sex, so much shame so around it why not just wait until you get married exactly but i think for black women it's so much it's so much deeper because and this has been some, something that like as i've unpacked that journey for myself there's this narrative in our society that black women are kind of the extremes of something. So it's like, we've been given this title of the Jezebel as this like hyper sexualized, hyper promiscuous woman. But then we've also been given another narrative. That's kind of like the mammy, like we're the caretaker, the undesired kind of auntie grandma. And like, nobody really wants us. And even though we might be really pushing back from those stigmas, I think sometimes we still are impacted by that of like, we don't want to be seen. And I'm not going to front. There's a lot of problematic cis male men who are still perpetuating that. Oh, if your girl's got too many bodies. Like she ain't worth it. Or if she's out, yeah. she's for the streets, like all this stuff that I think we're still internalized those as we're trying to come into our own. Mm. So it makes a lot of sense for me to hear more women saying like, cool, I'm out the game for now. Like, yeah. cause I can't, I can't engage in this in a healthy way and make sense of all of the nonsense that's being said about my like my choices in the bedroom with whoever I'm choosing to be there with yeah it truly is a reclaiming because I like found out last year when I had had a situation and I and I hooked up with a guy like on the first night which I thought was like an okay thing to do um because I felt I felt yeah I felt comfortable and I felt attracted to them and and to see the way that they kind of like switched energies. weaponized, yeah, that against me for doing that. And after talking to like my guy friends, I was, it really was a decision that was like, okay, since this is the playing field that we are acting on, how about we're doing none of that anymore? <laughs> we're doing absolutely none of that. And yeah, we're going back to our roots. Yeah. And so during this time of being really intentional, and I guess we can use abstinent in this case. Um, I've been along this spiritual journey. And I do really think that like sex in my own, like with my own experience has, uh, there's there's a little bit of a soul tie. Like that's my opinion. And I think that I've been just trying to return back to my own energy yeah. after having sex. And I think that's specifically when it comes to unprotected sex um because there's just like something so intimate about that form that I'm like okay I have noticed when I am messing with someone for a long time that the energy that they experience has kind of washed over me and you could call that maybe a placebo effect or whatever but like I've seen it shown up in my life and let me tell you nah yo punani's is be hitting different (laughs) no let me tell y'all something the way that I've had to cleanse my energy and I used to have like chronic UTIs, like when I had sex with certain people and that has gone away. Even in relationships, which like, this is real. This is so real for so many women. With like, I'm telling y'all unprotected sex, UTIs out the wazoo. It was like, Oh, going back to the urologist because 
literally I didn't know what to do at that point in time. And I was like, I just am so miserable right now. And it creates this like negative even experience around sex when you are experiencing a negative effect and nobody's actually able to explain like why this is happening or what the trigger is. And I truly think that like certain people's body chemistry will literally let you know, like, yo, this isn't the guy for you. Right. And so my energy has felt so much better now that I've been able to be more protective with who I give my sexual energy to. And I haven't really like been in a situation where I felt you know, comfortable with a guy to, you know, express that energy. And I honestly think that even if I did meet someone today or tomorrow that I like really liked, like we're still going to take it slow because it's important to make sure that our paths are aligning and like our views are aligning and so much more that goes into sex. Like I don't, I've tried the like casual hookup thing and I'm like, ah, this just isn't for me. Yeah. And so I am now like, all right, what do we do with this? Yeah, taking an inventory. And I think that's where, yeah, I don't want the narrative to be that, okay, like you're you're jaded in yeah, a way. Yeah, yes, exactly. And I think discovering your why of saying like, okay, I was in the game. The game was not fun. <laughs> right. I don't want to be in the game like that. Let me take a couple steps back and reevaluate. And now this is just the season of what I'm doing. And I think, I think we can, a lot of us can relate to feeling that way, but maybe not feeling like we can make a lot of choices. Cause it's like, well, this still just feels like what the dating game is and nothing is worse than being in it and feeling like you have to play that way mm-hmm. and feeling like the only way I'm going to find somebody or I'm going to be with somebody is if I play it this way, if I sleep with them on the first day, if I, oh my you know, all that stuff, it's exhausting. Nothing is worse than that. And it's like, no, no, that's just not the case. Like yeah. you just don't have to do it that way. But I've also seen a lot of people engage in a celibacy journey. And a lot of the time for religious reasons, or honestly, just because, you know, it's also tough to enter into this realm. Yeah. Um, and them still finding themselves, they're like, I'm doing this for somebody else. Because now we've tokenized that it's like, well, there's this counter narrative of like, I don't want to be the guy that takes your virginity. Yeah. I don't want that baggage. I don't want that. So it's like, somehow it's a lose lose sometimes but I'm like no if you understand your why and you can articulate that to whoever your partner is like that's really important um I know when I was in college I had like a very intentional stint and a lot of it was driven for religious and like spiritual my spiritual journey but I went two years very clearly because I was also I think healing from a lot Um, not because I was in negative situations, but I did, I was like, I just feel like there's a better way to be right now. Um, and I was like, let me just, let me, let me do this. I was like, Mm. and I wanted to have an answer for why I was making every decision. And I didn't want to be the extreme of I'm taking myself out of the game because the game's too hard to play. I wanted to take myself out because I knew there was a way to, I play it too well. (laughs) No, no, no. <laughs> I'm taking myself because I am the game. The game? <laughs> I may, that may have come out of my mouth at a certain point that 
<laughs> but no, yeah. My conclusion was nobody can win at the game. The game is not winnable. It's for not anybody. for women. Oh my gosh. It's especially. not winnable. I, and I don't even think for men. Like that's the whole rig of it. You right. think, and if you think you're winning the game, you're losing. That Absolutely. was always my, my thought. But um, I really wanted, I was like, I know that I can figure out a way to have a healthy relationship with sex in my life, but I did need to take that inventory. And it was a beautiful two years. And it ended after two years for a multitude of reasons that I'm very happy with. And I feel like because of that, I can have an even more robust and healthy, you know, relationship with sex and relationship with intimacy. And I think a a lot of that time I spent was trying to figure out the difference between intimacy and sex Mm. because we're not taught that in our society. We're not taught that. A lot of us aren't having those conversations with our moms or the women in our life about what that difference is and what it feels like. And I think I just took a lot of time to pour into the intimacy in my life and with myself and how to have those relationships not synonymous with each other. That just because I was having sex didn't mean that it was intimate or because I was intimate than it needed to be that. Yeah. And it was so beautiful. So I'm like happy to see people kind of reclaiming that. And I'm like hoping that they find similar answers, Mm. but I also just don't want people to be out here getting caught up in the game, moving you in a certain direction, maybe for your benefit or not. Absolutely. I also had like a moment in college where it was like a year and a half stint and you touched on something where it's like, are you abstinent or celibate? Or is it just like no niggas around? <laughs> right? right? Like, let's be honest be with like, ourselves. Like, like are we are, like, what are we doing? And is it circumstantial or are we choosing this lifestyle? Are we choosing this lifestyle? And I think like, it's funny. I think a lot of us that are abstinent, if we were to really meet like a celibate king that was like, nah, bro, like I'm trying to wait till marriage. We'd be like, Ah, exactly. Exactly. So I think it is really important to, it's always like when living an intentional lifestyle, what is the intention behind this? And after my year and a half thing, I was like, wait, like, let me see what hookup culture is looking like. Like, yeah. I just want to see, cause I never really had Her that opportunity. Ho face. Quote, unquote. <laughs> I was, bro, that, that lasted. Oh my gosh. That wasn't even. Uh, girl two we gonna blinks, have to get into two that. blinks and a giggle <laughs> i was like get my capricorn behind i'm not i'm not out here like i just yeah. capricorns earth signs i've never met an earth sign that can really be out here we need like undivided attention and we can only focus on one thing at she's a time. telling me as if i do not know this intimately <laughs> i know like you don't be around us earth signs heck of capricorns Listen, I think one thing that I just like, I hope that everyone else that's on their journey is learning or or that is hoping to like find within themselves is just like the power to authentically like own whatever part of life that you're in. Like, again, going off of Lexi's point, don't feel like because other people are doing something that like you need to also do that, like do it because you like your spirit is calling you to that yeah. lifestyle. So if you, if your spirit's calling you to the city girl lifestyle and you trying to figure out you better what be the best city girl, you better want to be, you better be the best city girl. Make us proud girl. Make Listen, us proud. 
listen and and if your spirit is calling you to just like some solo dolo like i just need to figure out what i I am and what i need then like live that lifestyle and i don't want this I don't want people to think that this is only for the single girlies. Oh, absolutely. Like not. I have friends who, you know, have been in relationships and then they chose to abstain from sex with their partners once they got engaged until they were married again because mm-hmm. they needed that time. Or people who, you know, weren't having sex or had the intention of that. And y'all can go back to our Modern Love series to hear some of those stories of people who were waiting till marriage and what that looked like and what they were doing during that time. So it's like this isn't even just for single girlies who maybe want to be in the city girl lifestyle or on their solo dolo. But even when you're in a relationship, you might also need that time to yourself, too. And it's. It's just, it can be really centering and grounding because it is an aspect of our life that we're not only giving a lot of ourselves emotionally and physically, but we're also holding in with somebody else in that capacity. Yeah. And that can be a lot and it might be impacting you in a way that you're not even recognizing. And so it's just an important, it's an important place to also do a pulse check in on your life. I know. And I guess one of the last things that I'll say, because Lord knows that I've experienced this, but listen, I just know that there's <laughs> a girl like, out there's there. There's a girl out there. I just know there's a girl this. out there that's stigmatized right now. And honey, and then she, and you've been thinking about, and you've been thinking yeah. about whether to let that sneaky link go. I'm going to just let you know, if you're thinking about it, go ahead and do it and go ahead and wash out that energy. Yeah. And there's just no, and don't dig back alive. <laughs> That can make you lose yourself or to make you like question your value. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's so much, I think sexual trauma that also happens like yeah. with black women that we just really have to, to like, unpack. Un- yeah, that's, that's all we have to unpack it. And, and I would say like unpacking it with, you know, actual professionals, like whatever it looks like, or just really being honest with yourself about the experiences you've had. Cause I think my biggest takeaway is just like, as much as we want to live in a society where those narratives and those like structural complexities of the patriarchy and the, you know, matriarchy and all of these systems, as much as we don't want them to impact us, they do. They do be impacting us. Y'all, they're on our timeline. Like, yeah, they're in they're in our Twitter feeds. Like yeah. it's it's there. And if we're not being vigilant of how that's shaping our own concept of ourself, we might even be exposing ourselves to thoughts and opinions of others that were never aligned with our best self. And I want more women to be understanding and aware of that and be able to bring that into the conversation so that we can really have access to our full divineness and being protected and not just of ourselves, but of each other to say like when somebody needs to be off the screens, like we're going to go get them. Lexi been dropping gems lately, y'all. <laughs> she 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 been feeling that spirit. Her, her spirit just like, yo, you gotta get this off the chest. Well, we be we be recording, and I just be listen. On the, if, if the Holy Spirit be taking and controlling Lexi, nah, she be y'all, don't hate me, We need a book soon, y'all. But yeah, thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. 
Letting us be a little vulnerable with you. I know, I know. We love y'all so much. And if y'all want us to talk about this a little bit more, you gotta let us know if you like these, yeah. these episodes full of all the tea. And someone hit us up asking potentially like for us to do a Discord, so that might be in the works. Let us know yes. if that would be something that y'all are interested in. When y'all hit us up, like we really do be We really listening. be like just so, heart emoji heart emoji heart up. emoji heart emoji. we will respond absolutely and with that being said we will see y'all next time next week peace love blessings bye, bye guys all right that wraps up our episode this week don't forget to go check out black girl flow podcast on social media and even check out our new youtube channel to continue the conversation there we really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel and with that said see you all next time rest well folks